The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream, where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden, here on Unity Online Radio. And the number to call if you have a dream that you would like to share or inquire into or explore is 816-251-3555. Again, the number is 816-251-3555. And um, you might notice uh, uh, something interesting in the sound quality today. It's not quite what it normally is. I'm calling in from my phone today um, because... You may have heard of the fires going on in Southern California. Well, my home has been evacuated, and knock on wood at this moment, I still have a home that's standing, um, and so does my guest. My guest is a neighbor of mine. We thought we were going to get to do this show in person, sitting next to each other in my studio, in my home, but no such luck. He's he's there. We'll talk to him from the fire zone. He's one of those that those people that refuse to leave, and he's safe. And I'm sure he will continue to be, but um, I just wanted to let you know, um, wanted to talk about the elephant in the room. The sound quality might be a little funky today, but bear with us. We've got a great topic that I didn't want to miss out on um, just because of the sound quality. So hope you forgive us. But let's just, before we get into the topic today, which is about lucid dreaming, but using virtual reality technology. And we're going to explore hypnosis. We're going to explore the the greatest and latest in technological advances with regards to lucid dreaming and virtual reality and all the ways that this can relate to you in your own home where you are without having to do anything very, very fancy and going to an expensive lab and all that jazz. So that's what we're going to talk about. My guest is Chris Harz, and I'll introduce you to him in a moment. But first, because I need it, let's do a little prayer, shall we? So let me just invite you to join with me in turning within for a precious moment. Let's just take a few deep breaths. And whether you're listening from a fire zone or or even a peaceful zone, whatever it is, just allow this place where you happen to be physically located to allow it to be a still point in the center of whatever is moving around you. Allow your exhales to be an invitation to release and let go of anything that would distract you from this present moment, any of the thoughts about what's going on around you or what's going to happen later today or tonight. Let it all go. For now, give yourself permission with this breath to become completely centered and present in the beauty of this moment. Allow yourself to indulge in dropping all the way in 
to the sweet nectar and the unconditional love and the peace that passes human understanding that resides right here, right now, in this holy instant. So breathe that in. And let's dedicate every brand new breath to breathing in more of that, sipping it in, allowing ourselves to become, as Rumi would say, drunk with this heavenly elixir. With every new breath we take, let's just become saturated. And as we do, let's just spread this peaceful, loving feeling all around the world, all around our neighborhood. Let's allow it to put out any fires Let's imagine that we can just create some rain, sweet, sweet rain that can clear up the skies, that can clear up any worry or wonder or confusion in our world. Let's just breathe deeply and allow ourselves to feel the fullness of all of our needs being met right here and now and envisioning this ripple effect going out from beyond this place where we are located, going all the way out and touching every corner of this beautiful world and beyond. And let's just be grateful for this technology that brings us together today. Let's just be grateful for the blessings that are happening, even in the midst of fires, floods, hurricanes, and crazy, crazy things. Let's just know that there are always way more blessings happening in any given moment than the tragedies. So let's attune ourselves to those things and with this breath let's just bring ourselves into this show today ah how sweet it is and before we get into the topic i just want to talk about the blessings in disguise so while by the way welcome welcome to the show (laughs) and um so my my home was evacuated last friday And because we're in the fire zone in Southern California, it's the biggest fire that's been reported. And there's been, I don't know what the latest statistic is, but so many hundreds of, like, I don't know, Chris, you're going to tell us about it in a second, but homes have been burned. There's been acreages that have been burned. It's like probably 90,000 acres, something plus. Um, But a friend of mine was house-sitting for my house um, because Dana and I, my husband and I were in Puerto Rico this last week on what's called the goodness tour, bringing hope and creativity and art and dream work to people experiencing adversity and people in Puerto Rico had, um, they were devastated by Hurricane Maria a year ago and many of them still haven't gotten on their feet. So we were there doing all kinds of workshops and it was beautiful. And I found out about the, our house being um, threatened and our our house, the person who was watching our dogs had to leave. Somebody came and took our dogs gratefully. My, my, my stepdaughter actually stepped up and friends came and took some of our precious, valuable things to hold, hold for us. But our, um, the woman that was watching our house, Tamara had to, had to go and she actually had to go into a shelter because she didn't, have another backup plan and it happened to be her birthday and she's thinking oh my god this is the worst day of my life i'm i have nowhere to go i have to stay in a shelter and it's my birthday oh my god 
So she's feeling sad, really sad, and she's an empath, so she's feeling the pain of all the people that are in the shelter. And then all of a sudden in walks this beautiful, charismatic, blonde woman, and she gets up on the stage and starts talking about her depression and the fact that her house just burned down, and it turns out it's Lady Gaga. And she begins to sing a few songs, and and this happens to be my friend Tamara's favorite artist. And Tamara gets to spend an hour talking to her favorite artist of all times, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga sings happy birthday for her. And what turned out, this turned into the best night of her life. And she was open to it. She was available to it. So I'm not saying that Lady Gaga is going to show up for you anytime you go through a difficult time. But if you're attuned to the blessings at all, you will find them. And hopefully they will cause you to go gaga, um, as my friend Tamara did. (laughs) So I just had to open with that. So Chris Harz, are you there? I am. Good morning. (laughs) Are you gaga over that story? I'm such a fan of hers. Yeah, I'm gaga. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that sweet? She just showed up. I mean, she obviously had other places she could go, many places she could go, but she wanted to be of service to those who are hurting and just bring bring some love and some music. And I think nothing heals the heart better than music and and some creativity. But before you guys get to hear more of the beautiful, wonderful, um, velvety voice of Christopher Harz, let me just <laughs> introduce a little bit about who he is. So Christopher Harz, besides being my neighbor in Topanga and being... Um, a crazy, awesome man that's staying in his house, equipped with his fire hoses to put out the fires and, and keep his neighborhood safe. He's got a doctorate in educational technology and a BA in psychology. He's worked on over $500 million worth of virtual reality projects for the U.S. military, NATO, Israel, and other clients. He's also created augmented reality and mixed reality games and scenarios for both work and entertainment. Dr. Harz has practiced hypnosis, hypnotherapy, yay, audio therapy, and other non-traditional ways to relieve suffering and pain. He's been investigating VR, virtual reality, to provide therapies for resolving traumas, for curing drug and alcohol addiction and for reducing chronic pain, as well as for increases in human mental and physical performance. He's authoring two books right now on how VR, virtual reality, could play an important role in what some call spiritual engineering. Ooh, we're going to get into that, using technology to access the spiritual power in each person. Now, that, I know, is what everybody who's listening to this show is interested in and I besides all the other magnificent things so um, join us if you have questions about virtual reality or lucid dreaming or technology um, don't be shy again if you have a question for us the number to call is 816-251-3555 so without further ado Dr. Harz, Christopher Harz, my crazy neighbor in Topanga, welcome to Unity Online Radio, Ask Dr. Dream. Welcome to the show today. Fantastic. Good morning. Yeah, just think of my last name as hearts, like a couple of hearts together, <laughs> and you'll remember exactly. it. So uh, first, right. I want to just to touch on uh, why virtual reality for dreaming, and there were, yeah. there's two reasons, really. 
one had to do with my personal experience where I noticed that after I played a video game or was in a virtual world, uh, I tended to have more lucid dreams that night. Ooh, Ooh, interesting. Oh, uh, I wonder if that's happening with anybody else. And sure enough, there are people at UCLA and up in uh, Toronto, Canada, that have been researching that who found that video gamers, as an example, have many more lucid dreams, are more comfortable in those dreams with the what happens mm-hmm. in them, and often after the dream is over, if they don't like how it turned out, they can go back into it and uh, script so that they're winners at the end and wake up uh, feeling fit and rested and and just really positive instead of being beat down by having some horrible nightmare. So I thought that was amazing. Interesting. Interesting. And I think I want to go out on a limb and say that I don't know that the demographic that is prone to listen to a show like this and all of Unity Radio, Unity Online Radio, are are the typical gaming demographic. <laughs> I mean, when I think of the gamers, I think of my my niece, um, and she's like was like the Minecraft queen. Um, anyway, there's you know it's a younger more um at least um at le- a millennial and at the very like early gen xers but um i know that deepak chopra years ago came out with a really cool game that people can play and i know there's some more spiritually oriented video games are there any games that you recommend that would be right for an audience that would listen to unity online radio like more spiritual um mind body spirit kind of things well, uh, let's touch on that at the end, and that that's oh, an okay. thing. Uh, let me note that if you watch an audience, like in a retirement home, play, being introduced to virtual reality uh, with the, the new headsets that are out now, and yes. in those, they, it is moving. It is really moving to see them get into that because they just, mm. boy, they just come to life. It has a remarkable effect as they uh, do it and there's research showing that uh, using virtual reality uh, reduces uh, slows down alzheimer's and other uh, diseases of people who are aging in fact it reduces aging is a a quick way to say it so the second i came into started thinking about dreaming with VR was something you said, Kelly, when you mentioned to me that before you go to sleep, you use a trigger. Uh, that mm-hmm. is something that, <laughs> a Kelly trigger, is something that <laughs> reminds you of what you want to dream about, like a photograph or a stuffed animal or something that you can relate to before you go into the dreams. Both of us, of course, can do uh, lucid dreams, uh, forcing it with hypnosis, self-hypnosis, but it that's hard work. <laughs> it's great. Right, right, <laughs> right. And, great and let me just say cool. one, let me just add one little piece there to that. So um, for some, this might make perfect sense, and for others, they might you might need a little bit more description. So one thing that I that I tell people to do, and I know Chris um, Chris does this too. It's like you think about what you're working on. Like um, some kind of a 
an aspiration, a goal, or an issue that you've got going on. Like, for example, the people in Topanga might be thinking about rain. So you might, <laughs> like, <laughs> literally have a glass of water by the bed that symbolizes the water, the cleansing. Um, but, you know, for for a while, I was just obsessed with getting to Paris. So I had a little figurine of the Eiffel Tower on my nightstand. Um, I also... I'm writing a new book, and I'm affirming that it's going to be a New York Times best-selling book. So I've got literally a little vision board right by my bed that's got New York Times bestseller on it. So something, something like that. But with regards to Paris, I would see this little figurine on my nightstand. And before I knew it, um, a friend of mine who was from L.A. moved to Paris became a prominent acting teacher in Paris and invited me to come and work with her students and help them work on developing characters that they're that they're going to play in a movie or television in their dreams to give them a deeper sense of of connection to a character they're playing. So I got I was invited, not just had to pay for the ticket and all that jazz, but I got paid to go to Paris and do a workshop and a couple of workshops and and do something that was really soul gratifying that blended dream work with actually being in in Paris. So there's, I feel like there was something about that intent and touching that little Eiffel Tower before I went to sleep that, that was, that became a trigger in my dreams. And I had so many Eiffel Tower dreams and Paris dreams that it seemed like at some point the law of attraction kicked in and said, oh God, we've got to get this girl to Paris so we can get her off of this trip so we can start focusing on other things. <laughs> but Perfect example. Perfect example. So the uh, using the virtual reality is like your Kelly trigger on steroids. Uh, that is, instead of just having a, a figure or something like that, you have like an eight or ten minute scenario. You don't have to do this for hours with with a headset. You don't even have to use one of the VR headsets. Uh, you might just use a sc- computer screen or even a cell phone, as long as it. It get, you get into the uh, scenario. So that helps you uh, f- with visualization because the tough part is visualizing, say, Paris, and the VR makes the visualization easier and more targeted. It's like having a coach before you uh, practice tennis instead of just making rando movements with a tennis racket. Amazingly, right. before you use it, uh, the easier it gets. It's like building up a muscle, a dream muscle. Uh, oh, I love that. In your example, with people practicing, uh, say, acting while they were dreaming, it turns mm-hmm. from research that even works for physical sports. That is, yes. athletes yes. who who dreamt about, say, basketball, when they mm-hmm. then the next day started playing the game, they improved their performance hugely from having right. them practice them with lucid dreams, not just randomly, having practiced right. them in the dream. Mm. There's um, a story, and I wish I knew the guy's name, who was a POW, and while he was he was confined, he was envisioning his golf game, and he was just envisioning golfing all the time and dreaming about golfing really well. And when he got out and released, he became an amazing golfer. It's like his game actually improved, even though he hadn't physically played in a couple of years. So yeah, there's there's power in being able to dream about it and think about it. 
but I love what you just said about it's the difference between using the virtual reality technology and just our regular imagination is is the VR actually sets us on the right track so we're crisply seeing it without getting sidetracked and and um, kind of distracted so we can we can really watch that scenario play out and I imagine that um, one thing that everybody has in common is is better health and well-being so we could if if somebody had that as their their goal that they wanted to focus on before going to sleep i call it a dream declaration not just a dream intention but a de- declaration something that their dream is going to that they declare that their dream is going to help them achieve so if it was health and well-being is there a way to look at something that's virtual reality that doesn't necessarily have them in the movie but somebody like them that they could they could watch for 10 minutes and would that be something that could help them build their dream muscles? Yes. Yes, that that is uh uh that is exactly it. The the VR scenario can be about a lot of things. It might just be uh, virtual uh, that is relaxation or meditation. Right. Bunch of VR out for meditation where you see beautiful landscapes and waterfall and soothing music. Audio is way underrated in helping you get into a meditative mm. state. So you get into that, and that then carries you over into uh, sleeping and getting into that uh, beautiful state in a lucid dream. The, the, mm. the VR scenario is with uh, all its pictures and uh, so on is much easier than just thinking, oh, gee, let me think of something someplace beautiful. It does right. what the virtual reality medical center uh, that I work with down in San Diego calls, it does the heavy lifting of visual. Mm. They discovered it from working with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder patients, where they've helped hundreds of them. They do great work. They're all over YouTube, by the way. If you look up Virtual Reality Medical Center, they're on the Scripps campus, medical Mm. campus in San Diego. And there, you can do it with hypnosis, but it's hard and it takes a long time. Instead, they replay the scene that caused the trauma in, say, the veteran, which might be going down a street in Iraq and having a horrible uh, IED blow up and people around you dying, they Mm. recreate that, but without the emotion and whatnot, they recreate that in what's called exposure therapy and with a therapist keeping an eye on it. And after they do that a bunch of times, it just goes away. It goes away. It's like a magical cure for uh, these poor guys. There's 500,000 soldiers that have clinical levels of PTSD. So here in in that kind of therapy, the virtual reality does the heavy lifting of recreating that memory just so it can do the heavy lifting for like you going to Paris or somebody uh, wanting to practice a game or uh, uh, for me uh, personally, when I'm writing a novel, uh, it helps me uh, create whole chapters. I think of right. a particular situation and the characters, and I'm thinking of them as I'm going to sleep, 
And somewhere as I start waking up or in, in the middle of the dream or, or waking up, the whole chapter springs into my mind. And then the only hard part is immediately writing it down or talking into it. <laughs> as you've spoken to this. I'm preaching to the choir here. Sorry. Oh. Because, oh, this is great. Swear to God, yeah. if you wait even 10 or 20 minutes, it's all gone. <laughs> oh, so this is great. This is um, this is really important. It's like what you're talking about are the these moments that bookend our sleep are. I, I like to call it prime real estate. Like it's the you're you're vulnerable, you're open, your mind is open, and this is the best time to watch the virtual reality and and think about the goals that you want to set. But then on the other side of the dreams, you have to write these things down or record them. And thank God for technology. Thank God for voice recording apps. Um, the way that I record my dreams or the thoughts that I have when I wake up, I've got this new, my new latest favorite app. I've got my own that's in development, by the way, so stay tuned on that. But in the meantime, it's called Dream Journal Ultimate. And you just press a button and it uses the voice-to-text technology so it just so you can just speak to it and you don't have to get online in order to do it so you're not having to bypass any of the beeps and bleeps and alarms that that come off um, when you get online I always turn my phone off by the way when I'm going to sleep so that I'm not hearing any any pings as I sleep so you can record your dreams without having to get online to do it and then you give it a title so it's easy to reference it but you've got to write it down and that is the the best quality problem ever when you've got so much creativity in the morning because you've primed the pump that it's just it's like a fire hose <laughs> not to use a to use a metaphor that's close to our hearts right now Chris. <laughs> but, and yeah. so the issue is getting it all down and getting it all getting it all there so in a few moments we're going to take a quick break and the and the person the wonderful voice that you're hearing um my guest is Christopher Harz and just as he said think of two hearts that he's a doctorate in educational technology he's he's um done tons and tons of research on virtual reality he's written a bunch of books himself the irish sword it's a beautiful book with a beautiful soundtrack that goes with it electric blue and i know there's others and um, Christopher, maybe you'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back from this break. If you've got questions about lucid dreaming or about your dream, don't be shy. Feel free to call in. You know the number, 816-251-3555. This is Dr. Dream. We'll be right back. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unity Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. If you enjoy our programming, we invite you to support it by visiting unityonlineradio.org and clicking on Donate Now. Help us continue to provide inspiring content to everyone. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Eric Butterworth, taken from the live lecture, A Course in Practical Metaphysics. 
Healing is the experience in our life of coming out of the darkness into the light, getting out of the confusion of human consciousness into the allness which is always present. But the allness of infinite life is present even within the illness. So God is not a healer. He doesn't look down upon you and say, well, you're sick, but you're a good person and I like you very much, so I'm going to take this illness away from you. God doesn't take illness away from anybody, nor does God put illness into anyone, which belies a lot of traditional religious thought too. We talk about, well, suffered to be so, it's God's will, and I guess it's my place to accept it. The will of God must always be the ceaseless longing of the Creator to express itself in that which has created. So it's a constancy, it's a force, which is ever seeking to press itself out into visibility as life, as wholeness, as success. To find out more about Eric Butterworth, visit unity.org. What if you could start each day with a positive outlook, remembering you are a divine expression of God? Daily Word is a booklet of daily devotionals offering positivity that's downright contagious. With a print subscription or by email, you can pause to reflect on how to practice spirituality in your human experience. Reading Daily Word takes about a minute a day, so you can feel uplifted every morning. Visit dailyword.com to subscribe. Since 1924, Daily Word has offered inspiration and practical teachings through daily prayer messages to help people of all faiths live happy, healthy lives. The magazine includes two months of daily affirmations, messages, articles, and spiritual poetry to help you get inspired. Subscriptions are available for print editions in large type and Spanish, as well as the digital subscription package that includes the online magazine with audio, smartphone app, and daily email. Get your subscription today. Visit dailyword.com or unity.org. If you could talk to an angel, what would you say? Join Jerry Gavin every Monday at 5 p.m. Central for Angelic Connection. Jerry shares messages from his guardian angel, Margaret, in combination with ancient healing practices to teach people how to listen to their spirit. Jerry can help you strengthen your connection to the angelic realm and receive clear messages of help and healing. Call in and join the show every Monday on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream. I am your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden, and I've been having a riveting conversation with Christopher Harz, Dr. Christopher Harz, about lucid dreaming and virtual reality technology and all manner of things. But if you weren't listening at the top of the hour, um, you you might be interested in knowing that Christopher is in an evacuation zone as we speak, I'm his neighbor in Topanga, and and Dana and I, my husband and I, are not there. I know it's a ghost town in our neighborhood, and luckily the fire hasn't hit it, but we're sending our prayers and love to those who have been directly hit. But Christopher, what's it like to be in an evacuation zone, and what's that, and, and why are you so crazy that you're staying there even when they've told you to get out? <laughs> uh, it's uh, useful to stay at a house because what uh, burns, I've done studies of fires with uh, the fire department, and what often burns a house down 
is embers just hitting dry leaves under uh, under your uh, roof line or whatnot. And if you're there, you can put that out immediately uh, as opposed to uh, waiting for firefighters to do it. They can't follow up on every house. But also mm-hmm. for me personally, it's no big deal. I've been through lots of little fires over the years in Chatsworth, north of here. I even led once led a stallion out of a, a fire area. We were almost mm. surrounded by fire, and I'm leading this giant horse out with a improvised halter. And I was cal- by that time I was calm, and so was he, and I got him out. But if you if you're used to it, it doesn't get you as emotional. And you can do, with the topic, you can do that in virtual reality as well. Mm. It's called SIT, Stress Inoculation Therapy, and the Virtual Reality Medical Center down south does that, as do others, where in VR you get little doses of stuff that make you, of real-life situations that can stress you out, and this just like you might get inoculated for mumps or typhus uh, mm. or something, your mind, after a while, gets used to it. So when the real big bad thing happens, like you get exposed to real mumps, uh, you just shrug it off. It's real, wow. real useful. The military developed it for the special forces when they go mm. into really high-stress situations, they were freaking out. And now with this kind of technology, uh, they are uh, much more focused, much more calm. It's, a, it's remarkable how dramatic the effect can be. Oh, that is such an interesting point of view. I love that. Like a little doses. I mean, I know when I was studying hypnotherapy and we were in one of the NLP classes, the Neuro Linguistics Programming. I remember one of the teachers was talking about the how sad it is when somebody has just lived a charmed life, like their life has literally had no drama, and all of a sudden they're faced with an actual dramatic situation. They are the ones that have the hardest time. So if you're somebody that's kind of had an ordinary life where there's been all kinds of ups and downs throughout, financial challenges, relationship challenges, weather, weather challenges, whatever it is, then you're then you're fine. You're good. It builds those muscles. So you don't necessarily pray to and, or wish that you had a silver spoon in your mouth your whole life and never faced any adversity. It's better if you've had some so you're you're inoculated and you can you can ride these storms with more ease than than say like a child star that was just given everything and then all of a sudden they hit adulthood and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the silver so, that's a good way to put it. Uh, and yeah, now, so we're lucky when we've got our challenges. If for just uh, ordinary everyday things, there there's a the bucket theory they call it in um uh, VR where stress from every day kind of is like rain into a bucket and starts filling it up, and then you use dreams, especially lucid dreaming at night, to empty the bucket, to drain it out from the bottom. And mm. if you don't have good REM dreams, rapid eye movement dreams, uh, then your bucket doesn't empty, and you right. more and more stress building up 
until it spills over the top and then things end badly. So the ah, right. That was one of the things that just amazed me about REM uh, rapid eye movement dreaming. I always thought of dreams as kind of being not that important, you know, maybe kind of like entertainment. And then I saw all these studies. UCLA did one where they had the subjects sleep as much as they wanted to. But every time they got into REM dreaming, they woke them up. And in four days, a little bit over four days, they went into full-blown psychosis. They yes. were they were like crazy, mad people, uh, just as an example of how important REM dreams, the things you, that you are an expert in, are. Other recent, they're finding out so much about it recently, 50% less REM dreams mean uh, 50% uh, fewer new brain cells, so your brain mm. your brain doesn't replace the dying brain cells, and the functions go downhill. It's remarkable, and less than twenty percent of sleeping REM dreaming makes you much more likely to get Alzheimer's and a whole right. range of health problems. So it turns out, <laughs> I discovered, <laughs> you already knew that for mm. well. Uh, dreaming and good dreaming uh, is, uh, and and especially lucid dreaming, is absolutely essential. So, so the the REM dreaming. I mean, so really, we could say that that scenario that you just painted for us about the person that was in, they had their REM cycle interrupted four days in a row, and they they had a psychotic episode. And really, we could just say that that person's bucket was just overflowing like it, they uh-huh. never got yeah. to empty yeah. their bucket so really that's like i think that's just such a wonderful and simple but potent way to look at our rem dreaming we need that and that's partly why our rem dreams are um are so intense is because that's when our bucket is getting emptied and that's where all that it's got it's it's fueled by all of that so what are some things that that we can do right now like tonight to enhance our ability to have more REM dreams. Okay, so for let's say lucid uh, REM dreams, so some of the things to do uh, are uh, uh, first get a um, uh, a signal that you're dreaming. <laughs> it, it's funny; most people don't know when they're dreaming that they are dreaming. So right. there are a couple of ways to do that, which you know. One I found useful is to count your fingers, and if in a dream you look at your hand and you go, uh, gee, there's only nine fingers instead of ten, <laughs> know, you know you're dreaming. People refuse to believe that they can get lost in a dream, but like for uh, we did um, tank simulators with virtual reality for the armor force, and I remember one captain was in the middle of a big fight when he, his tank ran out of gas, and he yelled into his radio, get me a refueling vehicle, refueling vehicle. And when he saw it in one of his vision ports, he yelled, I'll help you. And he jumped out of the simulator mm. cabin mm. and just stood there in the middle of the Fort Knox simulator hall under the air conditioning, totally, uh, totally lost. He didn't realize that he was in virtual reality while he was there. He, he, 
he confused it with reality. Reality. People right. do that with dreams. Recent brain studies show that your brain looks the same in virtual reality and dreaming. That is, things aren't a hundred percent photo accurate. Let's say. Right. Right. Make a signal uh, that, like fingers or whatnot. Uh, and then decide, as you already said, before you dream, have intentionality about what you want to dream about, and just relaxing or meditating would be great, or solving a, a technical or personal problem, or increasing self-confidence. Those are all good intentions. Uh, if you're using VR, use a relevant scenario. There are a bunch of them available on YouTube, that uh, they have a new senior vice president in charge of virtual reality on YouTube, mm. and they're looking for a whole bunch more of these uh, short 10-minute uh, scenarios. Uh, if you do it during the day, uh, if you go to like a location-based entertainment place where they have VR equipment, if you don't have one of these headsets, and I recommend the Oculus Go which is brand new and wonderful, lightweight. You don't need to connect it to anything. I have a couple of them. Uh, if you go to something in the day, then at the end, you uh, get one of your uh, Kelly triggers, <laughs> something to remind mm. you of that 10-minute of that scenario so that before you go to sleep, you look at your trigger, and uh, then it, uh, it reminds you of that and helps propel you into the dream, a company named Beast, for instance, B-E-A-S-T, has this great scenario to make you happier and joyful. It involves having a great time with baby dragons. They're flying mm. around you. You're petting them. You're interacting with baby dragons. And at the end, uh, you can get a stuffed baby dragon and uh, pet that before you go to sleep. And it <laughs> it uh, brings back the whole scenario and you you wake up happy and refreshed because you were playing with baby dragons. Oh my so, god, that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Those are the base those are the basic steps and then repeat the next day and don't be disappointed if you can't do it right away or all the time as you've already said, you don't become a champion tennis player the day you pick up a racket. But it improves, and within a few weeks, it's, it's remarkable to see uh, what is possible. Again, you don't have to be a video gamer or use one of these things for hours. We're talking eight or ten minutes just to help you do the visualization of what you want to do. Uh, for me and my writing, it's helped me tremendously, and I mm. look... The people, the scientists who have used it, uh, like the, um, uh, fr as an example, Friedrich Kekul had this monster problem, the structure of the benzene molecule. It was basically mm. all chemistry, and he couldn't figure out how the atoms lined up. He tried everything, and it just didn't work. So he, he was thinking about it when he fell asleep in front of his fireplace, and in the middle of the, uh, he had a dream about a snake biting the end of its tail. And when he woke up, he wrote down that solution. The benzene has atoms arranged in a circle. Never thought of mm -hmm. it. 
that caused a mm-hmm. revolution. Einstein figured out his theory of relativity uh, mm-hmm. during a dream. He gave mm-hmm. credit to that. So it's remarkable how much you can come up with if you have that intention before going to sleep. Yes. It doesn't happen yes. by accident. Paul McCartney, uh, for his uh, song, Let It Be, uh, which is a philosophical thing that you stated uh, many times, he had that intention because he felt so bad about his mother Mary dying, passing away. And so in the dream, he saw her, and that song came was part of the expression of that. So it's remarkable mm. how creative you can get in lucid dreams. They're worth their, their weight in gold and diamonds. Oh my God, and and beyond. Um, so let me let's just get down to some practical nuggets because I know some people are. I bet you everybody's listening and wondering. Okay, how expensive is the most inexpensive way to get started if you wanted to get your own virtual reality headset? Approximately, I mean, we're talking thousands, hundreds. What are what are we talking about? Uh, the one I prefer is new brand who just came out on the market is the Oculus Go, G-O. You can buy okay. it on Amazon. It's $199. Uh, so That's amazing. It, it's, and you don't need anything. You don't need a computer. You don't need anything else to go with it. Uh, with it, you can download um, all kinds of scenarios from uh, YouTube and other sources onto it, and then you just, uh, wherever you are, can be out in the wild. You you put it um, on for like eight or ten minutes, and boom, it helps uh, transport you into the into lucid dreaming, lucid REM dreaming. And do you spell Oculus O C U? How do you spell Oculus? O C U L U S Oculus. Oculus Go. And you can get this on Amazon for $199. That's incredible. That is amazing. Okay, and that's cost 800 bucks and needed a $1,000 computer. So this is huge. uh, This is incredible. And soon it will be just an app, a free app on your cell phone. That will be like next year, if not sooner. Um, Okay, so... Also, let me see. And the best, if so, that's is. Would you say that's the best website to go to find out more information about? It's the um, easiest. There are also several companies that are starting to specialize in dream scenarios. There are a lot of them that speak about it, uh, but uh, it's starting. The more dream VR scenarios are becoming available. The easiest one is YouTube. Yeah. Go YouTube and look in as an example uh, meditation, meditation, meditation like that, and uh, you can uh, download uh, that, watch it in your on your uh, headset. Uh, If you don't like headsets, you can use uh, your computer screen or your cell phone. The headset is good. The magic of VR is that it's so immersive. Because you have 360-degree vision all around you, you really feel like you're in the middle of it to the point, as I said, where some people forget that they are in a VR instead of the real, real world. It was interesting. Just um, a few days ago when I was in Puerto Rico, 
I was on the rooftop of um, of the hotel, of like the hotel terrace, and there was a party going on, and there were some virtual virtual reality people up there, and I got to, I've played with it before, but it was amazing because um, somebody's like, hey, you want to go to Peru? I'm like, sure. So on the headset, I was I found myself in Machu Picchu, and looking down Wana Picchu, and I feel like. I feel like I've been there, and I have a, a journey that's actually going to take people a, a real life journey um, in February. But I feel like I'm excited because I feel like I have sort of been there a little, and it's it's amazing. It's amazing what what can be done. The best website for you, just to make sure people have that, is it is it drchristopherhars.com? Drchristopherhars.com. It is uh, dr without a period. DrChristopherHarts.com. I'll start putting uh, links to different games on there for your uh, listeners uh, by next month, so uh, to make it easier. By the way, you mentioned two more two uses of VR, uh, which mm-hmm. are one virtual travel to go to <laughs> yeah. Paris or Machu Picchu before you get yeah. there, so you enjoy it even more. And second, right. for so-called distraction therapy, I know a surgeon who uses Machu Picchu uh, for when he's doing uh, small operations to, to oh uh, distract from the pain, to kill the pain instead of using opioids and dangerous drugs. Uh, wow. It's being used for pain management. Wow, this is incredible. You know, you, at the beginning of the show, I was um, sharing your bio, and you were talking about spiritual engineering mm-hmm. um, and uh, solutions to enhance spiritual potential. So what's the ultimate? What's what's the best way? Of, like, if can we become enlightened? Can we speed up, quicken the process of becoming a more enlightened version of ourselves by by using virtual reality before bedtime? Yeah, uh, one is, as I said, the stress inoculation therapy or going through, going through scenarios that, uh, where we learn to, uh, to look at a whole picture. One example is for drug addicts where, mm. where they go through a scenario, you go to a bar or a party, and somebody says, oh, here, have a drink or have a, uh, you know, have a snort. And normally, an addict would just look at that and go, "Oh, okay, that it's just it's just one time, no problem." Right. And then you go on to the next one, and eventually you wind up in the gutter. When you get to right. that virtual travel, instead of looking at just the thing in front of your nose, you get to look at the whole picture, and those those mm. little things little things become red flags that you learn from in your, uh, your uh, future life. So that's an extreme case, but you can learn many things like that so that uh, when they happen in real life, you can um, master them. And for uh. for insights into life and to, like the song, Let It Be, it's yeah. incredible to have that kind of insight. And believe it or not, one of the best ways to learn, we found out, in in virtual reality for the military is to die dying in a yeah, yeah. <laughs> dying in Ooh. a bar scene uh, would normally 
uh, in a dream would normally freak you out, but you get used to it. And we found that people that in a wow. virtual reality fight war combat at Fort Knox and, and NATO, when they made a mistake and they died electronically, they never made that mistake again. It was a dramatic way to learn from something and overcome. We came up up with a a watchword that dying is one of the best ways of learning. So that, Mm. for uh, again, for people being afraid of dreaming or being uh, uh, freaked out by REM dreams, instead they can use them, they can learn from them, and... uh, build up their strength. Oh, my God. I think that is amazing. Well, as a way, and I always think that, that dreams, when we dream of dying, those are the most transformational dreams. We learn something about ourselves, and we also learn that we can't really die, that we become something else, or we, we develop a superpower, or or we become more fearless and as opposed to like, oh, no, I'm going to die. It's kind of like, oh, I died and I learned something and now let's move on. So, and I know mm-hmm. there's that there's that whole perspective that Barbara Marks Hubbard and Teilhard Chardin, um, oh, God, I can never pronounce the name in French, Chardin, okay, whatever. Anyway, Nobel Prize winning philosophy about the quickening of the human enlightenment process is to is to is to die daily, be reborn daily, become engaged with, well, what, what am I birthing into on the other side of this death? What, might, what, what am I letting go of? And what am, I, what am I taking on? What's the new life? So to become more fearless, because we can't die. We're, we're infinite beings. I love, I love all of this brilliant information that you've shared with us. And also I want you to just touch on, because um, I know there's so many people that either have cancer or know somebody who's got cancer and there's a way that people can work on this with virtual reality um something about a pac-man can you say something about how how this can help people become healed um without having to use or pac-man sure i worked with a doctor who worked with um, uh, hopeless cases, uh, children who had cancer where their lifetimes were calculated in weeks or months, and she had them with the virtual reality. They played the Pac-Man game where the monsters ate up the bad cancer cells, and she got miraculous cures, miraculous in the sense that they were medically impossible. So there were mm of, uh, again, the VR helping the visualization was very specific, and the, the, uh, the, the kids and the other patients using that to cure their cancer, this isn't MD, this isn't foo-foo stuff, uh, that uh, she got uh, um, uh, remission rates that were beyond anything medically possible. It's incredible. Well, all of this points to the power of our human imagination to affect change, to eradicate our our pain and suffering, and also to move us toward quickening a more enlightened way of being. And I imagine these videos on YouTube, if um, even if these are watched, even if these positive images of you being healthy, wealthy, transforming, 
healing, if you watch these things, even if you don't do it in a virtual reality kind of way, that's still going to trigger something in your mind. And and remember, before you go to sleep, it's prime real estate, the moments, the things that you think about right before you go to sleep. And as you wake up in the morning, be more prone to write down your dreams. And I was just thinking if that if the the doctor that you mentioned who invented the benzene or was able to identify the benzene molecule blew off his dream as, oh, that's crazy. I'm I'm asking for help about molecules, not snakes. You have to just mm-hmm. be trust your dreams, trust those crazy metaphors, write them down, and do something with them. So, Christopher Hart, thank you so much for being my guest today. The time has flown. I hope that you are safe in the fire. Is there one last, one last? No, actually, we're we're out of time. So, thank you. Thank you. Stay safe. I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Ask Dr. Dream. I have a great guest for you next week, Vincent Jenna. He's a psychic, and he's going to do live readings on the show. And so until then, don't take your dreams lying down and know that you are more powerful than you realize. Sweet dreams until we meet again. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.